between 10 and 15 options that this designer ended up giving them because it just, they weren't nailing it. it. Nothing was working for them. So then they ended up canceling the project with that designer, moving to my friend. And she said, listen, I know this is going to sound crazy, but we, we start off with this process first, this brand strategy process, and I'm only going to give you one option for your logo. And they're like, okay, what? Because we just worked with a designer and we couldn't get there in 15. And she's like, I understand that if it doesn't work out, I will refund your money because I do believe in this process. I do believe that we can get there. If we go through this process first of strategy, I believe that we can get there in one but I will refund your money. Like she was so, she had such a strong conviction that this was going to work. She's like, I'm willing to do it. Would you be willing to try it out? And they're like, okay. And they got there and they got there in one option because of starting with strategy. Welcome to the Profitable Graphic Designer Podcast. I'm Katie Sandel, brand strategist, designer, and the CEO of a successful six-figure design agency. I teach brand, graphic, and web designers how to get more clients, increase their pricing, and build profitable design businesses in a simple and sustainable way. We have online programs, courses, and templates that you can use, as well as our coaching and mastermind high-touch experience for creatives. You can find out more about starting and growing your design business at AventiveAcademy.com. But until then, grab a cup of coffee and join me in today's podcast episode. Well, hello, Melinda. Thank you so much for joining us today on the Profitable Graphic Designer podcast. Instead of me introducing you, why don't you introduce yourself and let our audience know who you are, what you do, and who you help? Yeah, thank you, Katie. It's so nice to be here. I am a graphic designer turned brand strategist, and I started graphic design about 15 years ago now. And about halfway through my career, I realized that I was having problems knowing what, why I was designing what I was designing, why it was going to help my client, what we were trying to do. And then I learned of the wonderful world of brand strategy and how that actually helps define a target of what we're aiming at and who we're designing for. And it just makes everything make so much more sense. And so I transitioned into offering brand strategy and brand identity I later transition only into brand strategy and I actually help other creatives who want to expand their services into strategy as well. That's what I do now. Yeah, amazing. Well, thank you so much for sharing that. Can you tell us just a little bit more about what brand strategy actually is and how is it connected to visuals? Because I remember when I was first starting, I was like, well, I like the brand strategy. It feels like it should be before visual identity, but then I would get some information and I never knew how to actually implement that or how to translate that into visual. So yeah, if you can just tell us a little bit more about what brand strategy actually is. Yeah, if you if you were to ask many different people what brand strategy is, you are going to get a different definition from everyone. Um, and so I'm always trying to find an easy way to explain it because it can be very confusing and really hard to grasp what it is. And so how I like to describe it is that you have a business and you have their ideal customer or client. And what a strategy will do is 
create a love relationship between the two and create an emotional connection. And that could mean creating visuals and all that, but it's the core reason why the the client will buy into the business. And so our strategy is how are we going to, how are we going to create an emotional connection between the business and the customer? And that's what that strategy is. And so it could look like a personality for the business. It could look like a customer experience, but it's really that core why of, or how really, how we're going to connect emotionally the business to the ideal customer. And so I had this diagram before that showed the business on one side and the client on the other, and then a heart in the middle. And someone told me that that was the best explanation of brand strategy to them. Cause they're like, Oh, I got it. It's, it's how we're creating that love between the two. And that can look like many things, but, but the strategy is okay. How are we going to go about doing that? How are we going to show up as a business? So that that ideal client is going to fall in love with us. Yeah. And do you think that brand strategy is maybe like a part of a business strategy, like a business plan? I do think so. And it just depends on how you look at brand and business, but I think it does fall under the whole strategy of business and how you're going to position yourself in a way so that that ideal customer is going to love you and to to buy into your business. So yeah, I think it is definitely connected. You could even say it's under the umbrella of business strategy, depending on who you, depending on who you ask. Yeah, exactly. Because I worked with some large businesses in the past, and I know we talked about it uh, on Slack, Mm -hmm. but basically they provided a huge and really developed business plan that there was almost no room for brand strategy. However, we figured out that some things were missing, especially like the tone of their voice and how like the way they need to look to their potential customers. However, it was really, really hard to find the parts that are missing kind of like the brand strategy was in that business strategy so that's why i'm asking if you would separate the two or they would go under one umbrella yeah that that's a good question i might i would want to ask the different clients that come to me to see what they do have because i think there's some people who are who know about brand a lot more than others or they're into the marketing world they understand that so they understand the importance of how we're actually going to sell this product and how we're going to mean anything to anyone beyond our product or service and some people get that and so i would just want to see what the client has because maybe their business strategy does have a lot of brand in it but i i doubt that most of them do. Yeah. I think that if they're looking to rebrand, then they're already at some point of understanding what needs to be included in the brand strategy and business strategy. And I feel like then they might already have some parts of it. We usually, when we work with clients, we would usually ask them if they have a business plan that they would have access to. And then from there, I kind of know where they are at. Now, the question that I have for you is, do you think that every graphic designer should be a brand strategist as well? Or you think that there is room for people to be brand strategists only and graphic designers only? I love this question. I love this question. I don't think we need to if as a designer. So thinking from designer perspective, I don't think every designer should do brand strategy. I don't even think every designer wants to. I know many that don't want to. However, I think it would be really beneficial to know about it, to know what it is, to understand enough. Just like for designers who don't want to work on web, it's great to know at least some things about web. Not that you have to do it, but just so you can communicate with those you're working with. And so for I know as as a strategist, it is extremely hard to find a great designer. I have many strategist friends who who would fight over a good designer because it's really hard to find a designer who understands 
what they're going to get from a strategist and understands how to communicate it and translate it into visuals in a really strong way. Because when you have a strong strategy, it informs design. And when all that's working together, you can create amazing brands. But when those are, those things aren't working well together, it's just like when we design something and then it goes off to a web designer and it does not end up how we want it. It's the same thing. When a strategist hands over the strategy document or a brief to a designer, there's there's something we're trying to do and somewhere we're trying to get. And it's very hard to find designers who get that and know how to translate that strategy into visuals. So I would say we need good designers. We need good designers who only do design and only want to do design, but who can work very well with a strategist. And I think if designers are able to do that, they're going to have more work than they know what to do with. Because I have many, many strategists who are looking consistently for designers who are going to work well with them and work well with their strategy documents. So there is a lot of opportunity out there for designers who don't want to be strategists. And for the designers who transitioned into being brand strategists, do you think that they miss the part of being actually the creatives and opening an illustrator and designing a logo or Photoshop or whatever programs they use? Do you think that they miss that part of being creatives or you think that the brand strategy is still a creative part of developing a brand? I've, I've seen both. I've seen some people who don't want to let go of the design and they don't, and they do both. They do both strategy and design and they love it. Like myself, I don't miss that. I don't miss opening up Illustrator. I don't miss creating visuals. I find that the active strategy and that thinking part is what I loved most about design. I love the thinking. I love the conceptual thinking. I loved connecting people and understanding people and empathizing with them and understanding emotions. And I feel like I got all of that when I when I went into brand strategy. So I figured, oh, well, everything I wanted in design, I have that and more in doing brand strategy and I can still be creative. I just don't have to do the hands-on work of doing the actual design. And I'm totally okay with that. Yeah. Is it more than like being the creative director? Yeah, it's a bit of being the creative director. I think it's even a step before that of understanding. And, and this is also me not knowing fully what would go into creative directing. So it, this might be a big overlap, but but doing customer interviews, let's say, I like that kind of thing, understanding. It's, it's a lot of UX goes into this too, like mm-hmm. empathizing, understanding your audience, understanding the experience that's needed, really when it comes down to with strategy is we want to understand what means most to the business. We want to understand what means most to the customer beyond a product. So a product is almost like a physical representation of our beliefs and what we want to do in the world and how we want the world to change. And, and when you find a customer that believes the same thing as a business, that's where we connect on a product, but there's really a deeper core and we're connecting on these underlying beliefs and what we believe about the world. And I'm really interested in that. I'm really interested in how, how and why people make meaning and why things mean something to us. And I'm able to do that through, through strategy. Whereas I think creative direction is like one step further where you already have that plan. You already have the why you already have the reasons for things. And then the creative direction is from my understanding, more putting that into action in visuals and messaging. Yes. Yeah. Like working with designers and making sure that everything goes well together. So when Mm -hmm. a designer works with a client, for example, like what does the process look like when they use brand strategy versus when they don't use it? Like I would love to hear an example of how that brand strategy process would go. 
Yeah, if we're comparing it, I'll just compare it to what used to happen when I was a designer. And so what what used to happen when someone would come to me for brand identity is they would usually come and say, hey, I need some visuals for my business. So I need a logo, I need a color palette, some typography, and they would list out maybe even social media templates. And they would list out all of the tangible deliverables that I could create. And then I would go from there to asking them, okay, what do you want it to look like? What are you going for? What style are you are you connected to? If your business was a you know a food brand, what would it be? Or what where do you shop? Or what do you like? So I'm really trying. I tried to just understand what was going on in their head so that I could just design whatever it was that they envisioned. So that would be basically where you would send them like some kind of homework, like send them a questionnaire. Yeah. Yes, yes. <laughs> so I would send them a questionnaire. I would ask them a ton of questions and like. Yeah. What, uh, what other businesses are you like, or why did you start your business? I, yeah. There'd just be a bunch of questions about their, about their brand, about their business, about what they want. What changed was me. So now in my brand strategy process, instead of a questionnaire, I would send at the beginning, I do a, an extensive workshop with them or a discovery. So I find out what's going on in their. If they're a startup, it might be, why did they start their business? tell me the story about it. It's a conversation. It's not a questionnaire. It's me asking a lot of questions, me understanding the origin story and why does this even need to be created? Why are we doing this at all? Is this actually going to do something for the world? Or are we just, uh, are we just creating something to create it? And it's less of like, I used to use the term order taker that it's less of someone hiring me and just me producing whatever it is in their mind to now me, helping them develop a business and a brand that actually means something to the world and to them too. And so then it it is a, a long workshop and we what we go over, we go over in depth the the business, the founder, the origin story, why they started. And then we go over who they're trying to target. So what type of customer, I call it the brand's best friend. Like if if your business was a person, who would its best friend be and that. why? Like who would tell everyone about about your business and the super fan. And um, we we talk about that. We talk about their competition. We interview people who are fit, fitting in that description of the ideal customer. So we can just understand how do they how do they describe what they want and what they need. And yeah, so it's it's that. It's also working on messaging too. So I used to only work on brand identity as a designer. Now, since moving into strategy, uh, we're starting to develop the core messaging of what will connect with that ideal customer, not just the visuals, but messaging too. And this word gets thrown around a lot, but positioning. So we help the business mean something to the customer. And so when you think of like this, I love this example or super easy. When you think of Starbucks, Starbucks is nothing without coffee. So its position is coffee. I mean, we can, we can argue that they, they mean other things, but when you think of coffee, you think of Starbucks, it is nothing without that. So that it holds that position of coffee in your mind. And maybe other brands are fighting for that position. And maybe some of them are winning for some people, but I really liked that, that idea, or for some people, a phone means an iPhone. It means Apple. So when we, we, it's almost like we're thinking of them as synonymous. Like we can't separate it. <laughs> that's right. <laughs> yeah. I'm an iPhone person and my husband has Samsung and I'm like, oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. You're like that's, that's not even a phone, phone too. 
Like, I guess it's a phone. Yeah, yeah. that's what we want to do. We want to take the position so that anytime we think coffee, I immediately will think Starbucks that we're top of mind. And that's holding that position in someone's mind. It is very hard to do. And it happens through many different touch points and experiences with the brand. It's not just serving really good coffee. It's the entire experience. So that's what good branding knows that. And it will, it will intentionally influence all of those things to help make Starbucks be the first thing you think of when you want to go get a coffee, which might not be the case again for most people, but it's a, that was a quick example that that's what we do in, in strategy. Yeah. I love that. That's a, it's very similar with like skincare lines. That doesn't mean that every single person in the world will think about the same skincare line that I would think about, but maybe they're not the ideal customers. So for example, I always go to this one brand and I always buy from them because I love them. I tried them. They, something attracted me to them. Maybe it was a referral, maybe I just found them on the shelf and was attracted by their visuals. And then I read more about them and messaging and all that. And that's why I go back to them and I love them. But it doesn't mean that they have to position themselves as the best possible option for every single person, because maybe they're for someone who is like 32, but they're, they're not for someone who is 52. And, you know, different things in terms of like pricing and what kind of uh, products they have and things like that. So, you know, it's it, it does I feel like it's very important. Positioning is very important. And I know you mentioned it, it gets like thrown away like a lot around like, mm-hmm. and it's very hard to even understand what positioning is, but it's basically putting your brand in like as the best possible option for your ideal clients. Exactly, exactly. And I like the recently I've been switching the word positioning with focus. So what's the one focus that, that comes to mind? What's the one thing that comes to mind when your business comes to mind? So there's, there's this uh, brand called magic spoon and it's like, it's, you think of kid cereal, but for adults. So it tastes just as good as a kid cereal that we remember, except it's yeah. healthy it, it's gluten-free it's keto friendly. It's all these things. And, okay. and the visuals are beautiful. They're fun illustrations. And, but it's for adults. So it's like kid cereal for adults. And that is such a clear focus and it informs every single piece of the brand. So it informs the illustrations. It informs the messaging. It's like healthy cereal, too good to be true. I, something like that was their messaging. And when you have a really strong position or focus, as I like to put it, then everything you create will it's almost like creating a solar system, like that sun, that one focus, everything's going to be rotating around that one thing. And that's why knowing that, like having a really strong strategist and a really strong strategy will help a designer design, because then you know the target that you're aiming at. Oh, we want to be like a kid's cereal, but for adults. Okay. Got it. Like, that's the thing that we want to, we want to keep hitting that one note for people then we're going to keep that in mind when we go design and we're going to use really fun illustrations that are not just kid friendly. We're going to do them so that they attract adults, but they give you that childlike feeling and that energy. And so, um, yeah. 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 So what would you say, how can designers who are trying to either like start doing brand strategy or they have already done it, like they know how to do the brand strategy, but how would How can designers describe brand strategy in a way that makes sense to their clients? Like when a client says, hey, I'm looking for a new logo, and I'm sure you've been in this in the past. (laughs) How should the designer explain that they really need brand strategy first and then the visuals? 
Yeah, there's a couple different ways of going through this. Let's just say that someone didn't want to change any of their marketing or sales or any of that. And they just got a client says, hey, I want a logo. You could do a couple things. You could say, okay, cool. I can do that. We actually start off with this phase first and it's called brand strategy just to make sure that everything we create is actually going to do something for your business. So that's one way is just a super easy is you, you bake it into your process that that's where you start. And there's no questioning that. So that's one way. Um, another way could be asking questions of why, why do they need a logo? What's driving that? What's the, what is it going to do for their business? If they decide to redo the logo, cause they might want to redo the logo just because their competitor did and they're scared but really they may not need to. Maybe something else is really going on in their business. And so asking those deeper questions might be another option and to really find out the business reason why that they're making that decision because it could be that, hey, we're we're starting to be left behind and we're not attracting the right people. And we believe that if we do update the logo, we're gonna be able to attract the people that do have the money to afford our services. Okay, you're getting somewhere then. And then that's when you could introduce the idea of strategy. Okay, great. Well, I do start off with this first phase. It's actually going to identify who you're trying to target and what they want. So we can make sure that whatever we create is actually going to attract them. So you want to, you want to connect why they're making that decision of a rebrand or whatever it is that they're coming to you for with, with brand strategy. Cause if brand strategy is not answering the problem, we don't want to sell them anything they don't need. So we want to see, is there something that brand strategy will answer for them that does make sense for them? Because we want at the end to not convince them of anything, but for them to decide, you know what, this is a really good place to start. I do want to make sure that I'm not wasting my money and designing something that I might need to redesign later on. That's another really good reason too to do strategy is that do you want to make sure that what you create is actually going to help you get to where you want to go, doing this thing first is actually going to make help us make sure that we're heading in the right direction. So it's it's never about convincing and it's always about aligning with what is it they, they want and will strategy be a thing that's going to actually help them get to where they want to go. Yeah, definitely. And so in my branding agency, I've noticed that offering brand strategy actually helps us also attract better clients. So the mm -hmm. clients who just want to find like the cheapest designer, they don't care about brand strategy, which is fine because we don't want to work with them anyways. <laughs> but bigger clients and not just bigger clients, but like better clients who maybe understand the value and have more money are coming now to us because they're looking for the brand strategy as well. Is this something that you've seen as well, like where brand strategy helps you attract better clients? Yeah, I do, but especially recently because brand strategy has becoming more of a thing that people know about, not just in our design world, but I think outside in the branding world, in the business world, it's becoming more known that I am finding that people Yes, that the businesses that are willing to pay more are one, they're open to a better process. So even if they aren't sure of what brand strategy is, they're open to a process that is going to help them get to where they want to go. I think people who don't understand business that well don't get the correlation between all of your actions, even something like a logo and how it's going to influence your business. And they they just aren't there yet, which is, that's where they are in their journey and that's fine. But yeah, I find that offering strategy, um, it does attract better clients. It attracts clients who are willing to pay more because they want to do things 
quote unquote, right. You know, they want to do things that are, are a better way, a better process. And so whether or not they know what brand strategy is, um, I've noticed that. Yeah. And brand strategy also speaks to more of business problems too. We're not just talking about logos, fonts, and colors. We're, we're talking about who you're trying to attract and how much you're charging for it and the position it holds in their mind and why people want to buy from you. We're talking about things that really matter to the business. And I think that also is, it attracts people who are willing to invest more because it's yeah. actually a business problem. Definitely. And I've noticed that a lot of people who are looking for the better process are people who either they've been in business for some time or they have another startup or something like that. So they know how important the whole process is. And it's not about like nice looking logo. I mean, it's very important to have a nice looking logo too. Don't get me wrong, but it's not just about that logo and how you mentioned like colors and typography. It's the whole brand picture overall when it comes to, I don't know, like if it's a product-based business, the labels, packaging, messaging that's on that packaging. So it's not just about like, oh, we're going to have a nice looking blue and this amazing typography, but what are you going to say with that typography? Mm-hmm. <laughs> so it's mm-hmm. all about like attracting the right customer to your brand that are going to, to actually read the label and connect with it. Mm-hmm as mm-hmm. well as like with the website and the next things. So why, what would you say, like, why are you so passionate about helping creatives like offer brand strategies to their clients? Like what did happen, like maybe in your career that made you think, okay, designers really need to know about this. Why didn't you just, you know, start doing brand strategy and continue doing brand strategy without the need to, to educate others? Well, I'm a teacher at heart. I used to teach piano lessons for years and I loved that moment when people go, oh, oh, I get this. That's one thing. But also I know what it's like for design to be awesome and be such a great career. And I also know what it's like to be extremely frustrating and I want to quit. And I remember that feeling and a lot of it stemmed from me not knowing why I was designing what I was designing or for who or how to connect with that. And I, even in my career or with my corporate job as a designer, we didn't always have a solid strategy and I didn't understand it. And I didn't understand why we were doing what we were doing. And I would ask like, why are we doing this? Who are we targeting? What's our strategy? And I didn't even know what that word really meant. I just knew that I didn't understand why, (laughs) why were we doing this? So it's like a child that just keeps asking why. And I, I, then I went into working for myself and I realized the same thing happened where clients were requesting things and I didn't understand why, why were we doing this? And I, I realized that I need a very strong reason to do something or I'm not going to be very invested in it. And it was very frustrating for a long time. So when I learned what brand strategy was and it changed my business, I was sharing at that point, I was sharing, um, on a weekly newsletter, my process. And here's what happened this week. Here's what I tried. And it was a way for me to reflect, but also just share with others what was going on. And there was a point where people are asking me about my process. Like they would pay me a consulting hour just to hear, what are you doing in your process and how can I do the same thing? There were enough people that were asking me that, that I ended up launching and, and people who were following my newsletter too that I ended up launching a course about that, about how to create your own process. And you can look at mine too. And I got emails from people going, well, finally, I've been waiting for this for years. So it was just building a following of other people who were, who were following along in my journey and wanted to know how they could do it too. And then, yeah, it just snowballed into that. 
Yeah. And I love how you mentioned the why, because when, b- before I did, I, I had like a very similar journey as you did, where I was a graphic designer with doing everything without the brand strategy. And then, you know, clients would answer all the questions when I would send them the questionnaire. And even then, I still didn't understand why we are doing the rebrand or like, why are we even developing this logo or a website or whatever it was? And not just that, but also I would create something that looks good, but it's not connecting with the brand or they're like, oh, I'm not sure that that's it. And I'm like, but it looks good. (laughs) Like, why isn't that? Or then I would have to provide like three different logos or five or whatever it is just to, you know, and then we would have a lot of revisions going back and forth because we didn't have that Mm -hmm. why. So I think that Mm -hmm. that was like another reason why designers should at least understand the brand strategy. (laughs) Yeah, I have, you know, I'm glad you brought up the whole thing of, well, it looks good because that's what my, we'll say strategy was when I was an early designer and it was just, just make it look good. And that's what I was told by not only my job, but the clients that I got. And that's what I thought not that that's what I thought design was because I was taught something completely different. And I think that's what was so frustrating is I was taught that there needs to be a reason why, and then it is purposeful and then it is supposed to do something. So then I get into the field and I'm all I'm told is make it look good. I'm like, there's gotta be more than this. I am very confused. And I remember a friend calling me up and she said, I have to tell you this story. So she was a brand identity designer. She had just recently added strategy to her process. And she said that She got contacted by a local business that had used a designer in the area that was very well known in the area. Very good designer, but they they just had issues coming to a logo and identity that really worked for them. And I think what she said was by the time they were done, it was something like between 10 and 15 options that this designer ended up giving them because it just, they weren't nailing it. it. Nothing was working for them. So then they ended up canceling the project with that designer, moving to my friend. And she said, listen, I know this is going to sound crazy, but we, we start off with this process first, this brand strategy process, and I'm only going to give you one option for your logo. And they're like, okay, what? Because we just worked with a designer and we couldn't get there in 15. And she's like, I understand that if it doesn't work out, I will refund your money because I do believe in this process. I do believe that we can get there. If we go through this process first of strategy, I believe that we can get there in one but I will refund your money. Like she was so, she had such a strong conviction that this was going to work. She's like, I'm willing to do it. Would you be willing to try it out? And they're like, okay. And they got there and they got there in one option because of starting with strategy. And they were completely floored. They're like, how did you do this? And she's like, I'm telling you, it's the process where the other designer and not that that designer is a bad designer at all. I mean, obviously she was well known for a reason in that area, but that was the difference between what strategy can do. It is It focuses you in on what your intention is and who you're trying to attract to the point where you can potentially offer one option and it will completely align with everyone in the room yeah. and the client and the customer. So exactly. it was it's such a cool story and she was so excited to tell me. And then ever since then, she's been doing the one, one logo option and it's it worked works. for her. Yeah, exactly. And I I feel like even those 15 logo design options that the other designer offered, they probably all look good, but they're not for that brand. They're just for a different business for different brands. Yeah, exactly. And that, yeah, they're probably very well designed, but also what I'm learning too in strategy is that we have to learn how to manage our clients' emotions. Not that we're responsible for their emotions, but we have to understand their emotions and why 
they are connected with something we design or not because the designer may have created 15, but she might have gone off on her own, fallen in love with these designs and then presented them to the client. And the client's like, whoa, whoa, whoa. I've never seen these before. I'm not in love with them like you are. And there was just this weird emotional like disconnection. And what I realized with strategy is that or at least the process that I use is that it brings the client in as a collaborator and not as a person who's just hiring me to be hands. And I think that also that dynamic switch is really great because then when we end up signing off on a logo, it's because we've collaborated on it and the client almost feels like almost like they designed it or at least part of the decision-making, which is so important because if they're going to use it for their business, they have to feel like, they had some influence in it and that they feel connected to it. Like the decision maker needs to feel emotionally connected to it. And I think we, we just can default to logic and be like, well, this is the best option. Like this looks the best, but we have to consider like we're dealing with humans. (laughs) So we have to consider that. Yeah. And I also feel like when clients are hiring someone who does brand strategy as well, they see that person as a partner versus, oh, I hired a graphic designer. It's going to be my expense. It's more like an investment. It's totally different mindset. Yeah. I was talking to a therapist friend of mine and she said, you know, what you guys do is in strategy is very similar to the relationship set up with the therapist. She said with a, a surgeon and we all, we need surgeons. It's not that we don't, that they show up 100%, the patient is 0%. So they don't need participation from the patient except to show up for them to, in order for them to do their job. Whereas with what we do, what therapists do, we need that relationship to be 50-50. We need things from the client, but we also are bringing things to. We're the subject matter expert on brand, but they're the subject matter expert on their business and why they're doing what they're doing and who they're targeting. And yes, we're going to learn those things and help them discover things in the process, but it's that connection and the collaboration of the two that's going to make this brand amazing. It's not us just coming in as the the expert and they don't do anything. <laughs> like we need them. We need them in order to make um, a brand that really does connect with people. Yeah, definitely. Okay. So we talked a lot about now brand strategy, what it is, how valuable it is, but I also heard you talking about this one very interesting concept and that is being uncertified brand strategist. Can you share more about it? Like what does that mean and why you maybe don't believe in certification? Yeah. Yeah. Thanks for bringing this up. What I noticed a few years back was that It was a a bunch of things, but uh, there's a common belief that in order to feel like you know what you're doing and that you can bring value to your clients, especially for people who don't come from a strategy world, they come from a creative background, they can feel like when they step into strategy that they don't know enough, that they don't have enough to bring value to their clients, that they need some type of certification or someone from the external world to tell them, hey, you are able to do this thing now. Here, here's your certificate. Go out and do it. And And then I heard, this is the thing that really tipped it off, is that I heard someone say, well, I need a certification because I need to position myself apart from all the other strategists. And so I was like, well, that's interesting because at that time, Clubhouse was really big. It was a few years ago. And I was scrolling through the followers or whoever I was following. And it was a lot of strategists. And 
I kid you not, almost every single strategist said certified brand strategist. And I was just scrolling and scrolling I've and scrolling. I've seen that so yeah. many times. And so then I was connecting that with the comment that someone said, well, I want to position myself away from all the strategists by getting certified. And I'm like, well, if you just looked around, you would realize that everyone has the same idea. So when everyone has the same certificate that is technically not needed in our field, it doesn't separate you out at all. And then you start losing who you are and what makes you unique because you have a badge of someone else's approach. And my belief is, is that we all have our certain approach. We all have our certain, we have curiosity. We see the world in a certain way. And I want that to be the thing that attracts clients to you, attracts clients to me is the way I think and the way I see the world, not because I'm doing things or seeing the world through somebody else's lens or somebody else's process. And so we have this belief in in our boot camp that curiosity is the only certification that you need because we come from the creative world. And so I say harness that creativity, use that creativity and don't stifle it and don't think that you need someone else's process to do this thing. Like your creativity and your curiosity is the thing that is actually going to help you build great brands. Lean into that over thinking that you need all this knowledge because what happens too is we end up getting addicted to getting knowledge. We buy courses that we don't finish. We information hoard because we don't feel like we're enough. And I say, you have enough as you are, what you have right now to go out and try, to go out and practice and lean on your your curiosity because really at the end of the day, that is the most valuable thing that you have and it's your superpower. And I think us creatives tend to forget that. And we put that aside and we we put knowledge on this pedestal and then we don't even end up using the knowledge because we're too scared to, because we don't feel like we're enough. So I just want to encourage people to get out there and go try it and realize that they can bring value to their clients because that's the fear is that what if I do this thing and it falls flat and I fail and then I fail my client and I don't bring value to them. And I think it's a very noble desire to want to bring value to your clients. But I also think like you have, you have stuff right now that you can go out and you can use and you can practice that is actually going to be really valuable to your client. So I want people to feel free to go out, try stuff, go and fail. It's okay. Learn from it and lean on your curiosity because that is one of your biggest strengths. Yeah. So I feel like that's okay. So I'm, I'm trying to now figure things out because I've seen like so many designers and brand strategies, like saying I'm a brand certified or they finish this and that's cool and whatever. And they always have that like badge on their website. But when clients see that someone is certified, that kind of helps with like credibility and trust, right? Like you want to know that people completed some kind of course or they completed some kind of university or whatever. So like, why do you believe that designers or brand strategies don't actually need to say or show that they are certified or to be certified at all? Yeah. And yeah. And I could see that. I could see where in, in also, I want to say there's nothing wrong with certifications. If people want them, I don't think they're bad or anything. I think the problem lies when we feel like an imposter still, when we think that that's the thing that was going to give us the confidence and then it doesn't. And so the thing that can, I would say lean on other things to build that trust. So like your worldview, your, your position about business or about how brands should, should be showing up in the world. Like I have someone that believes that every business, every single business can be a climate business as in there is something that every business can do that can think about its implications on the climate. And I think that's a really interesting 
point of view to have. I would say, go lean into that. Talk about that. Talk about that view versus just relying on this knowledge that you have that other people could say the same thing with a certification. Like you could have all these other strategists that say the same thing, but then you're not positioning yourself. You're trying to help brands position themselves. Why not? We try to do it for ourselves first. So I would say that the other thing is results are also a form of what could be a replacement for a certification. Like if you're doing, if you've helped your clients do great things and they have gone on to build their businesses or you've helped them get clarity or whatever it is that they got from working with you, that is way more valuable than saying that you've had some certification from something because anyone can go through some kind of certification, Any anyone. And, and which it, sure, maybe it, it helps people get that initial confidence, but I think we need to have that internal confidence without the external validation of the certifications. Like we need to feel that we can walk into a client situation that feels really scary and we don't know what the outcome is going to be, but we're like, you know what? I know that I figured out problems in the past and I know that I can rely on my creative problem solving skills to figure this out. That is what clients hire. They want someone that is willing to go into the unknown and figure it out and feel confident in their problem solving skills. You don't need the answer going into it. We're problem solvers. We're not problem servers. Like we don't already have the answers to give the, to give the client. We have to go into the unknown and figure it out. And I just think that a certification goes against that whole idea. Like it's almost telling you like, here's a process you can rinse and repeat. And by our very nature as creatives, we don't want a process we can rinse and repeat. We want a process that's going to help us be creative. So it it's like antithetical to creativity to have to me <laughs> to have a like a certification of someone else's process like it just definitely doesn't, it doesn't yeah make i mean sense. i've i've completed many different courses i'm not a certified brand strategist but i do brand strategy for now many many years and i don't even know if this is the best process i don't know if it's like the standard process if there is some kind of process i just do it in a way that i feel provides the the most value to my clients and something also not just to them but something also that i enjoy because i'm not all about like oh i'm gonna do this valuable thing they're gonna pay me a bunch of money but i have to enjoy my business as well so it's kind of like you know my brand strategy is probably different than your brand strategy and then your mm -hmm. students brand strategy or your clients mm -hmm. it's like i feel like every creative has a different but very i don't even know if i would say it's similar but I feel like we all have different brand strategies and different like approach to, to our clients and their business. Yeah. And that's what is going to set us all apart. And that's, what's going to help each of us attract the clients that make sense for, for us all. Then we're not competing. Then we're showing up as our authentic selves and being like, this is how I do this thing. It works for me. It works for my clients. If you align with it, cool, we can work together. If not, I know other people who do it in a different way and that might work for you. And that's where, and that's why I think it's a beautiful thing for us to all just be okay with creating our own process and not trying to rinse and repeat somebody else's because that's where imposter syndrome lies is when we try to do something the right way where we're trying to meet some external standard, which those certifications like to put external standards, which again, there's a time and place for those. But as a creative we don't have, we don't live by those standards. So why are we trying to set these standards for ourselves? Then we feel like an imposter because we don't know if we're doing it right. It's like, well, yeah, if you're using someone else's process, 
of course you're going to feel like an imposter. Like it's, it's no wonder that that's happening because you're not being you. I think so too, because I've tried using one of those like brand strategy templates and I'm like, oh my God, this just doesn't feel natural. Like every time I would ask a client a question, I'm like, whatever they respond, I have no idea what that means. <laughs> it's just not it. It's just not me. So I had to like go around and figure things out and remove some things from you know, like I, I still learned a lot from those online courses and boot camps and whatnot, but I still had to like implement my process and my my brand strategy. Yeah, it's that idea of understanding why people are asking certain questions. That's why when we just get a list of questions and we think, oh, we'll just ask all these questions in the brand strategy. If you don't understand why you're asking those questions, you can't improv. You can't get to that point where, oh, you know what? That question didn't land well with the client. How else can I, if you know what you're aiming at, you can ask a different question or a, in a different way or a different perspective to get what you need. But if you don't even know what you need and you don't understand why you're asking what you're asking, a list of questions and the frameworks are going to, they're going to do more harm than good. They really should be a tool in helping you think and ask questions. They should not be the thing that you are leaning on. They should be there to just be tools. That's it. But it's not the main thing. Yeah. And it's okay to start from some kind of template, but then adjust it and change it, like change it based on your own experience. And you will not be the perfect brand strategist by working with like one client or five clients or maybe even 10, <laughs> but that's okay. Things change and you will evolve as your business is growing too. And as exactly. more clients you get. So yeah. Okay. So, and for the end, I have two more questions. And the first mm -hmm. one is if you can tell us a little bit about your amazing brand strategy bootcamp. Oh, thank you for asking. Yeah. So I run a brand strategy bootcamp. It's a year long program right now. We've been doing it for three years, over three years now. And we help people like what you had just said, learn an initial process. It's the one that I've used for years, but then we also help you break it. So understand it, break it, and then create your own and really trust your own thinking. By the end of someone leaving our program, we want them to feel very confident in themselves, not in the external, not in a framework, not in a certification, but in their own thinking and in their own process. And so we have coaching, we have recorded material, we have calls that and a community that people can jump into um, throughout that year that really supports them in them creating their own way of doing things. So we have people that have taken what they've learned. One, we just talked to that launched her own product. She got investment for that product. So she launched her own product and she also started a nonprofit incubator for other femtech brands too, because her, her business of, is a femtech brand. So she went from copywriter to strategist when she met us and then to entrepreneur and now um, you know, started that incubator. So we have people who have taken this and then gone off and, and done wild things. Also people who write pitch decks, helping their clients win investment. People have started their own businesses. People have helped other people build their businesses and brands. So it's a really diverse community that it's not just all of us trying to just sell brand strategy, but we want to use that knowledge to do whatever it is that, that we feel called to do. Yeah, I love that. And the last question is to tell us how we can find you online and feel free to share anything else if there is something you think it's important, but we didn't get to it. Thank you. Yeah, you can find me at melindalivesey.com. And then I mostly am on Instagram at melindalivesey and then also on LinkedIn on the same thing. Perfect. Well, thank you so much for joining me. Thank you, Katie. This was so great. Thanks, everyone. Yeah, thank you. Bye. Bye. 
Thank you for joining us today on The Profitable Graphic Designer. In addition to this podcast, we have created some amazing online courses to help you set up your business, get more clients, and scale to the income level you desire. If you need help developing your graphic brand or web portfolio so it stands out, if you want to learn how to create proposals new clients will say yes to, if you're still trying to figure out how much to charge for your services, and if becoming the go-to designer for your dream clients is your goal this year, then I invite you to enroll in my signature 12-week program, The Profitable Designer, or one of our other specialized online courses. To learn more about it and get started, visit aventiveacademy.com. See you next time.